Welcome to the Scaling Creative Podcast. I am pumped about this topic because we just came off of our general one about social media. And today we're going to dive into our first platform. And we're starting with Facebook today because it's the number one most used social media platform. So we thought we would start with the number one, Facebook. The Ridge. The OG. The O Ridge. (laughs) How's everyone doing today, though? Good. Good. Sick. Sick. If you can't tell by the way that I sound. (laughs) But good. Good, good. Good, good? Mm -hmm. All right, so let's dive in. Yes. Let's do this. Let's do it. We're going to start with some statistics that I found. There are 2.375 billion monthly active users on Facebook. Oh, a lot. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of Two, people. Good amount of people right there. Mm-hmm. There are 1.49 billion daily active users. Wow. Uh, in the U.S., the average Facebook user uh, is 40 and a half years old. Fewer than 10% of the U.S. users are 17 years or younger. And even fewer are 65 and older, um, but 65% are 35 or older. So that's kind of the general age mm-hmm. of Facebook is just a little, can I say a little bit older, a little bit more mature? Mm-hmm. It's getting older and older. It is. More and more grandparents are getting on Facebook. Yeah. Actually, it's funny that you say that because I remember the moment that my grandfather friended me on Facebook and I thought... All right, I think I'm going to just stick to Instagram. <laughs> Facebook and, has arrived. And that's why we'll talk about it, but that's, that's why other platforms get young. Mm-hmm. People just hide. Right, because the one stat was 83% of parents on Facebook are friends with their children. Yep. And when we were talking about before the show, you had said that's why <laughs> kids yep. move off of certain platforms when it just when their parents start going on. Yeah. Yeah, it's also why there's certain statistics that aren't really correct with how many active users because yeah. a lot of kids also have multiple accounts. One it's is true. the one no one knows about. and So Snapchat and Instagram the most are the ones I think that are kind of yeah. somewhat skewed of not necessarily mm-hmm. knowing who's active and who's not. Mm-hmm. So. And they do, I did see a lot of statistics too on on how much how many people are actually active mm-hmm. users um but 68% of all US adults are on Facebook and 51% of them use it multiple times a day mm-hmm. so i feel like it, when i was reading through a lot of the statistics it seems like that was the one that people go to a lot throughout the day um that and instagram mm-hmm. are definitely and isn't it funny 7 of 10 people in a room are on facebook and we hear from clients all the time, my, my demographic, my customer is not on social media. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah. Got it. Yeah. It shows you how much people I wonder where they're getting actually that stuff know. Yeah. Where yeah. are they then? Just out of curiosity. Because that's just Facebook. Yeah. 68% of people, U.S. adults, are on Facebook. Facebook. Clear, clearly, their demographics on the highway looking at their yeah, billboard. Like they're that's doing nothing else. Right. Right. And, and that's just Facebook. So, what the actual percentage of people overall on social media is mm-hmm. absurd. It really is. It's and the fact, and how many times a day people, mm-hmm. people go to it. The mm-hmm. other thing I thought that was really interesting was 45% of people get their news from Facebook. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. I would agree. And so, Twitter is a big place for that as Twitter well. Is but yeah, a big place. For yeah, sure. which we'll talk about a little bit too. But and Facebook knows that's also a problem right now that they're facing is. It's becoming such a news source, mm. but there's so much not correct news mm-hmm. that <clears throat> excuse me that they're trying to figure out how to like 
fix that problem too because okay. if people are going to go there for the news, how do they make sure that what's on there is accurate? Mm-hmm. Because it's kind of hard to actually like monitor that mm-hmm. to a point, but at the same time, it's where things are going. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting to see how, if, if, if that's what you're going for, what is, yeah. the, what is the source on Facebook that you're going for? Right. And I, I was even thinking too that um, I, I mean, I don't watch news anymore. Mm-hmm. Do you guys watch news, the news? I don't watch mm-hmm. TV. I don't watch yeah, TV. I don't watch yeah, TV say. either. If anything, Hulu mm-hmm. or sometimes Netflix. Yeah, but which even, is not CNN on Hulu. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so it's so true that a lot of people are, you know, getting their news from other sources. We want it on demand, like everything. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's why it's it's convenient. We don't have to do any extra effort to get our mm-hmm. news. It's just on Facebook. Yeah. Okay, so as a business and knowing some of these statistics about Facebook, uh, what do you think are, are some of the things that they can take this knowledge and utilize it for their business? Like why should people be on Facebook? I think Scott's going to answer this really well, but my first just want to say this right off the bat is that why would you not go where the people are? Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> so what do we have for it, Johnny? <laughs> Come on down. So with that being said, I'll just transfer that over to Scott. Yeah, I'm I mean, sure. it's, it's, but that's where that's the yeah. answer. You could literally end the podcast with that if you really wanted to because, <laughs> that's I mean, true. that's why. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone's there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. if everyone's there and you're not, that doesn't seem like a great business decision. Yeah. Like, right. period. It's right. true. And then they're everywhere else too. So then it's a matter of which, as we'll dive into these couple weeks worth of, of podcast episodes, they're everywhere. Yeah. But, and I think the big thing is we're going to talk about Facebook, we're going to talk about Instagram, Twitter, all that. Social media as a whole, it's more of just, it's like the internet is really what we're talking about. Yeah. Because Facebook and Instagram and all those, they'll come and go, they'll change mm-hmm. popularity. The internet's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And the idea of what we're talking about, of like where people are and where like attention is at, is really the premise of what we're trying to get to, is the fact that they're there. Mm-hmm. And if suddenly Facebook goes down and nobody's on it anymore, they're somewhere else. Correct. No one's at it. The amount of people I hear daily, they're like, I'm, I'm just tired of Facebook. But they still go to it. Yeah. So you're not too tired of it. Yeah. <laughs> and if you want to know how much you spend on it, a lot of people don't even realize like the capability of your phone. If you're an iPhone user, open mm-hmm. up your screen time app and you can see what the first thing you actually do when you unlock your phone is. I would almost guarantee if you're listening, and we'd love to know your statistics. Yeah. So comment below when you open up your screen time. And I'm sure you can do it on the Android too, but I have no clue how, so yeah. Google it. Um, but when you open up screen time, <laughs> It's going to tell you how much time you've spent on every single app on your phone. Mm. My highest are always, without even close, internet-based social media type yeah. things. And I say internet-based because like, I spend the most time on YouTube, mm-hmm. but it's more that one video might be 10 minutes of that. So like, right. it's different. But yeah, going on there and just looking at your statistics and then look at your friends and then look at their friends and if they'll mm-hmm. show you that, mm-hmm. everyone, that's where everyone spends their time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So here's my question. Everyone is on there. A lot of businesses are on there. Is it hard to like have engagement because so many people are on Facebook? Like, how do you stand out in the crowd? I don't think it's easy because mm-hmm. it's noisy. Mm-hmm. But what cuts through the noise is either good content, A, mm-hmm. or being different with as a business. I think it's harder and harder for businesses, Mm -hmm. which is, again, Facebook's done that intentionally so that you have to pay for reach, which we'll get into. You Mm -hmm. should. Mm -hmm. But 
it's harder and harder because of the fact that Facebook is stopping business organic reach extremely mm-hmm. because of the fact that most businesses are just selling nonstop yeah. and people just hate it. Yep. And so there's no reason to follow a business page on Instagram if all they do is post about like mm-hmm. specials and say like there's very few companies that I would say I follow on Facebook to see like what the deals are. That's not really like yeah. maybe they'd have success with that, but I just think that because Facebook is doing everything they can to make sure that that doesn't happen by mm-hmm. changing everything in their algorithm mm-hmm. to not favor businesses, mm-hmm. A, you have to pay for it, which is good, and then B, you have to figure out how can you do it better? Like how can you actually storytell on Facebook mm-hmm. to lead to sale? Because I think that that's the key with Facebook is using Facebook to connect with your audience mm-hmm through story, through just interaction mm-hmm. is the biggest thing. Mm-hmm. Because the amount of times you go to a Facebook page and they may even have decent content and people, the rare, they'll have three comments on something, mm-hmm. but none of those three have responses. And you're like, you're missing. Like you're if, missing if you point. had people interested enough to even do anything, mm-hmm. you got to acknowledge them. Mm-hmm. Because if they're even giving you as a business a comment, which mm-hmm. is hard enough to get in the first place, mm-hmm. The least you can do with the three comments you get is show back up mm-hmm. instead of just being like, boom, here's a great thing, and then you disappear. Mm-hmm. It doesn't look like you actually care mm-hmm. about the response back. Right. And like Facebook tip for you, when there's interaction back and forth, Facebook likes that. Yes. Because they see you post something, someone inter- interacts, and then you respond. Mm-hmm. It's showing conversation. Mm-hmm. They don't like businesses that, Post and disappear, post yep. and disappear. They want people to interact with stuff. Mm-hmm. That's why they've changed their algorithm to be meaningful interactions. And meaningful interactions are either comments or they're the other things other than like. Because like yeah, a like heart, doesn't take anything. Laugh, yeah. So that's why they've added those additional things like likes and celebrates and um, I think LinkedIn calls them celebrate, but like claps and ha-has yeah. and all that. Yeah. Because it takes you an extra step to do it. Mm-hmm. So it's their way of saying, if you actually went through even a half a second more, mm-hmm there's probably a reason for it. So they're starting to do those little tiny behind the scenes things to say, how can we really showcase what people are doing? Mm -hmm. Welcome to Allentown. There's the sirens right there. I think it's funny that you mentioned that because I think that a lot of business owners, at least from what I've seen on Facebook, is they look at Facebook and other platforms as like a check mark, like a check, like a you know mm-hmm. li- uh, to do list thing. Like, oh, yep, we're on Facebook and we're on Instagram and all whatever it is, but they don't look at it as like a connection tool. Like yeah. that, it really is what it should be for you, you to your client. Like, it's very like we like you said we post and and yeah oh yeah we're we're on facebook but then they don't interact and then have no engagement mm-hmm. and then that's where i feel like it's just not fun to follow cuz you're right it's like why would i follow a business it's on a facebook one-sided conversation that's it yeah. and you can't look at social media as a whole as a distribution platform mm-hmm. it's not a distribution platform it's a place that you should be connecting with people yeah. right and which is why you know we try to steer people away from like the share all and all that kind of mm-hmm. stuff because the more and more that you share all mm-hmm. the less work you're actually doing to make native stuff happen but it's also just people know businesses that are like active Mm -hmm. and people also the amount of times I see someone retweet something or repost something on Facebook that they're all excited about because a a business interacted in a funny way yeah yeah it's great because you're just so you're so not used to a business actually responding in the first place Mm -hmm. when you do it comically and like funny and make yourself actually a fun brand yep Mm-hmm. It does something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's true. I think that is so important. Whenever I post something for, for my business or my nonprofit that's funny, it 
it always gets yeah. way better engagement. I think it's people taking it from selling because so many people just try to use yeah. social media as sales and instead it's it is about being mm-hmm. personal. Mm-hmm. And it's mm-hmm. that's such a hard mental switch for so many people to get off of that businesses off of that selling and that right. it's just about personal. Yes. Yeah. So my biggest question, like I would ask if you're a business, I would just ask yourself why, you know, why, what are the specific business reasons that you're on Facebook? You know, do you want to find customers? Do you want to deepen the connection that you have with current customers? Like what are some of the things that are your goals and your why? Cause I think if you start with why, um, and then you can figure out the what and the how, but just dive in and start experimenting. I think one of the problems that businesses have is they want to be perfect right off the bat. Mm-hmm. They want to, you know, have so many likes at first and so many comments and so much engagement, but dive in and start experimenting because everyone's customer base is going to be a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And so, something that might work for another business might not work for yours. But if you find and you search for companies that are like yours or have clients that are similar to yours, learn from them and then just try stuff. Like I don't, I think that's, you just should try things. It's not rocket science to be good at social Mm -hmm. media, Mm -hmm. but it takes time, which is something that people like things to go really, really fast, but it Mm -hmm. does take time and you have to experiment and figure out what works best Mm -hmm. for you. So don't be afraid to try things in it not go well. Just make note of those things. It's also important to realize that if you're a company listening that understands Facebook and you've been doing Facebook for a while and you're starting to get frustrated with organic reach and starting to get frustrated with people not being into it, Mm -hmm. realize also that the person that followed you five years ago Mm -hmm. has changed. Yeah. And they also might have forgotten they're still following you because most people don't ever go back and unlike pages. They yeah. like, I mean, probably 80% of people follow some sort of business on Facebook. Yep. Whether they actually do anything with the business is another whole story. But understanding that if you start to see reach go down and down and down and down, part of that is obviously the way that they've changed their algorithms. Mm-hmm. So there's ways to fight against that, which we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But also just realize that people change and you got to figure out how you can do a better job of connecting with who is actually paying attention. Look at the people that are commenting, that are interacting, and see like who who what is that person? What do they look mm-hmm. like? Mm-hmm. Not like physically, but yeah. what is that demographic? Maybe your demographic is different than you thought and you mm-hmm. need to start to figure out how to you know get better at who really is your demographic now. Yes. And if you're starting to see that you're getting an older demographic, then start to think about how you're going to change that. Mm-hmm. Cuz you don't want to just always have an older demographic mm-hmm. that you know is different than what you're hoping to grow with new people. If you're looking for new customers, you obviously need to keep getting younger right. and figuring out how you can get more customers, not just the same people. Right. So let's say you have a business that your like customer avatar, which if you haven't done, do, do you guys know like what that is? Like an ideal customer avatar mm-hmm. that would just be really figuring out kind of like what you said, who is your target market? Like what's his or her name? How old are they? What do they, what activities do they do? What things are they interested in? Um, and really knowing your person or your target market. Mm -hmm. But like, let's say your target market is mostly on Instagram. Should you be using Facebook? What would you say to that? I would say number one, you you should be using everything. I think Mm -hmm. The answer is most people won't do everything. Okay. Or they'll own everything and not do anything on it. Yeah. 
I'd always rather see companies that go all in hard, at least to start on something. I don't think it's a good idea to go all in hard on only one platform because you're kind of killing yourself if that platform doesn't exist. But I do think it's silly to, if you don't know how to storytell correctly using Snapchat and Instagram, Mm -hmm. you should really learn it Mm -hmm. because you're not going to have any success and then you're just wasting time. Right saying we need to post more on Instagram, but you're posting the same stuff you post on Facebook yeah. and that's not doing well. Right. You need to kind of be smart with that and understand, okay, if we're going to jump to a whole new demographic, mm-hmm. who are we going to bring on board or who on, on board right. knows actually like what that demographic is doing on that right. so that they can actually have success instead mm-hmm. of it just being, okay, yeah, we now we started a Snapchat and an Instagram. Post the same thing everywhere. That's not going to work. I would say though to answer the question, if it's like most, if your ideal customer is on Instagram, mm-hmm. you should be spending seventy percent of your time on posting to Instagram, but thirty percent of your time you should then still post to Facebook or some other platform where your other audience is, because you would have your ideal customer, but then mm-hmm. where other is, and so it's like you kind of mm-hmm. look at that. And especially Instagram and Facebook, Instagram naturally, like in an age demographic, is the next phase that they go into Facebook. And I think there's also a lot of crossover mm-hmm. because my favorite platform is Instagram Same. and I'm 34. Yeah, That's not what their actual target that they're, you know, the mm-hmm. most common mm-hmm. people is 18 to 24. So mm-hmm. I'm 10 years above that. Yeah, But I spend a lot of time on Instagram mm-hmm. and a lot of time on Facebook and a lot of time on LinkedIn that mm-hmm. there's, they're also there. Yeah, so yeah. it's important to right. realize that there's crossover. Right. But yeah. The difference between me seeing your ad and being like, that's not really relevant to me on Instagram mm-hmm. is okay because there's mm-hmm. a different demographic there. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't mean that they're also not in both places. Like right. all those statistics we said are not like the seven to ten percent are on Facebook and the other mm-hmm. three of ten are on Instagram. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It means seven to ten are on Facebook, maybe six of those ten are also on Instagram yeah. or whatever. Yeah. They're all over the place. Yeah. And that repetitiveness is a set because oftentimes they, I think it is people say they have to see something at least three times before they actually take action. I so, think it's more than that too, but yeah, it's, it's something multiple, multiple yeah. times. So it's like if for those crossover peoples, when you mm-hmm. like, you'll see something on Facebook, then you'll see something yeah. on Instagram. You could see something on Twitter or something, yeah. but then that multiple times, even if you're seeing it back and forth yep. between Facebook and Instagram a lot, because there is a lot of crossover there. Yes. You're going, the more times they see it, the more times they're going to be like, oh, mm-hmm. I know that product or mm-hmm. I've seen that before. Mm-hmm. And you don't think of, yeah, right. and then you'll actually take action on it. Right. Okay. So some of the most important things are really providing, just like really on any platform, but it's providing valuable content where you can engage with your customer and making sure that if they're liking or if they're commenting that you're responding to that engagement, um, like posting things that, that are funny or, um, you know, educate, but also entertain starting to experiment with different things. So there's all this organic reach, but then there's, they change the algorithm, right? So can you kind of talk about the, the ads and the sponsored and the boost and all that stuff? Like, Mm -hmm. should people be doing that? How often? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> like all those questions mm-hmm. that we get. This is a topic that I think people don't get Facebook. Yeah. They don't understand. Yeah. Well, and first of all, there's so many people that are just so mad. The algorithm changed. They're like, I, I have to pay for my people to see it. You pay for ads everywhere. Yes. 
and you're mad that the free platform yeah. that has cost you nothing, that has all your users, yeah. is asking for a little money to show. No, a they're little very, money. Yeah, yeah it's so a like, little they're money. free, and you're mad. Yeah. <laughs> like there's, so yes, organic reach is severely down, and that yes. happens with any platform. The more popular it gets. Correct. They realize they have to not show you everything, and so they're going to put businesses away first, mm -hmm. and then they're going to put people that are posting garbage away second, mm -hmm. and news and all that, and then they're going to try to use their organic reach to predict what they think you want to see. Mm -hmm. And is it always right? No. But I am shocked how many people don't realize that if you saw everything, how terribly boring the platform yeah, would yeah. be. <laughs> yeah. Because most people post super boring Mm -hmm. or not useful mm -hmm. or very not valuable stuff. You don't want to see everything in Facebook. Yeah. So you have to pay for it. And then you have to be okay paying for it because it's just a very, very good, efficient, underpriced ad platform. Mm -hmm. But there are so many different sides of it that I think a lot of people don't even remotely get mm -hmm. into mm -hmm. in terms of the extent of what I hear most businesses think paid Facebook is, is literally just boosting a post. Right. And like that is the tiniest piece right. of what it is. Mm -hmm. So you have boosted posts? Yeah, a boosted post is essentially taking your thing that lives already on. So you make a post and then you boost a post. It's just a way to get more people to see what currently lives on it. Mm -hmm. Great starting point to a point. A little hack in that though that definitely makes a big difference is a lot of people tend to boost things that don't do well organically. Mm -hmm thinking that, oh, we want more people to see it. But there's a reason it didn't do well organically, mm -hmm. and it won't do well in an ad either. So you really should think a little differently in that. And as you post things, use your organic reach to be the determining factor whether or not it was actually good. Because here's the great thing about the organic reach. You can post anything you want for free a million times a day. Yep. See what does well. Mm -hmm. Then start to think about, okay, we're going to do more like that and now we're going to pay for it to actually get more people to see it. Mm -hmm. So boosting stuff that did well organically does even better in paid because there's a reason people interacted in the first place. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing I think a lot of people don't do correctly. They tend to post something and be like, we need to pay more money, pay more money. Yeah. It just might have not been a very good post. Yeah. So yeah. think about that first when you're thinking about it. Then the next side of it that starts to go crazy deep is just the actual like ad platform of actually running ads in Facebook. And the big thing about those is that ads don't show up to anyone except for the people that you actually pay to have see the ads. Mm -hmm. So the good thing about that is you can really be strategic with the targeting because you're not having to worry about the single mom seeing a post about a Father's Day event. Like that's probably a pretty good analogy. I think I should think about it. Whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> good stuff. Because right that would not be a good target at all. <laughs> not they at are all. not excited about their fathers or their their their, the father's day their kids' fathers. Whatever. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway, the uh, so. The good thing about targets is that as soon as you start to pay for very targeted ads mm -hmm. that only that target sees, it's very important to now think about what is the thing they're seeing. Mm -hmm. Because if I know that only a certain demographic is going to see it, then I probably should be strategic about what they're seeing. Mm -hmm. So really thinking about that a lot plays a big factor into it. Mm -hmm. And then there's targeting and then there's retargeting which is targeting people that have done something whether mm -hmm. it's people that have engaged with previous posts whether it's running facebook pixels and everyone's going to start to get really confused if you're not if you're <laughs> new to this facebook thing but mm -hmm. retargeting is really where the magic happens in facebook and a lot of paid platforms it's just 
retargeting someone that currently did something else. It can be someone that visited a website. Mm -hmm. It can be someone that looked for something. It can be someone that previously interacted with another post. Mm -hmm. And then it can be something which, going back to the point we talked about earlier, when you know what your audience actually looks like, you can run ads against lookalike audiences Mm -hmm. where Facebook does the work for you of saying, okay, Michaela came to my page, searched three times, and bought something. I want you to show me more people like Michaela. And then they do their crazy magic with everything they know to determine who else does what Michaela does online. Mm-hmm. Where does, where, what, who else goes to the same type of stuff? Who else clicks likes on the same things? Mm-hmm. They have all the data because people sell it to them. So the power is in the retargeting because you can pay to get people to see the ads, mm-hmm. but because we see so many, it's important to produce a new retargeted message mm-hmm. because it's a much different message when it comes to someone that you know. I yep. use the example, like if you went into a car dealership and someone was was like, hey, Scott, good to meet you today. How are you? And I'm like, good, good. What are you looking for today? And I say something, whatever. If I go back to that dealer and they say the same initial message, even though I already showed some engagement, it's not nearly as effective as though if I went in and they were like, hey, Scott, good to see you again. Last time you were here, I saw you looking at that Corvette. Are you still interested in that Corvette? Yeah. And you're like, Oh, yeah, wow, actually, I kind of am. Yeah, but if yeah. that same guy that I was like, oh, I recognize this guy, he's like, hey, Scott, good to meet you. What are you looking for today? I'm like, I already, I already got this thing. Like, the, yeah. There's just more effectiveness. Right. But retargeting can be so effective because mm-hmm. you actually know what yep. they did last time to get them to see the initial thing. Mm-hmm. So creating a different message in the retarget is a big piece. Right. requires more money for the creative. Mm-hmm. It requires more money for the strategy. But it's actually the thing that gets you it. Yes. And once you start doing a ton of it, you really can dive into the statistics of like how much is it actually costing you to get a customer? What is your mm-hmm. actual customer acquisition? Mm-hmm. And anyone in business knows this type of thing, mm-hmm. not necessarily in a social world, but it's the same thing. Figuring out what is it costing you in an ad platform mm-hmm. before people, and you'd be shocked that it is unbelievably low yes. if done correctly in comparison to something else yeah. because okay. you actually know seeing it. And that's the thing of if it's done correctly. Yes. And so if you're a business or maybe you're in marketing and like all of this is super overwhelming to you and you don't even know where to start, mm-hmm. is it a good idea? Like what's the best thing to have another company to come in and do this stuff for you or get consulting? What do you think? I think number one, it's very important to try as best you can to educate yourself mm-hmm. because you also never know if company's doing good for you if you don't even know. Mm-hmm. The amount of companies that are getting ripped off from yep. social media companies because they know so little that the company that knows so little also but knows a little bit more than yeah. you that says we're going to charge you $10,000 a month and get you SEO this and run all these targeted ads but like you could do all that with one click as well. Mm-hmm. You're just trusting them. Mm-hmm. I think as most as even if you're not planning on doing it, but educating yourself a little yep. with what it is that they're doing, it should be a good starting point. Mm-hmm. Then there's no right or wrong answer. If you have a great social media person, great, let them do it. If yeah. you don't hire someone, there's a lot of our clients that have social media people that hire us to work side by side with them because there's still the ultimate variable is the creative piece you get no matter how much you spend. So I think it's important that if you have a person that knows Facebook Mm -hmm. unbelievably, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get good results. Right. Getting a good company or if you have an internal awesome, Mm -hmm. getting them to create something that looks great is a big piece. And that's the thing that looks great, which I'm going to have Mindy talk about Mm -hmm. in a second because you can have really great content, but 
if there's not a great video or maybe there's not script on it because most people watch mm-hmm. video mm-hmm. on social with no volume. Mm-hmm. And so you have to have your closed captions yep. on there. Or if your page, maybe it has great content, but it doesn't look good. Mm-hmm. Like people are so visual these days. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that's such an important piece that maybe Mindy, you can yeah, speak it has to into. It oh, yeah. has yep. to be, I think aesthetically pleasing. Oh yeah. Yeah, like you have to produce good stuff and if it's low res, if it looks bad, mm. if it's pixelated, people are not going to like it as much or think you're you know what you're talking about. I don't even trust. You like yeah. I will look at people companies Facebook or Instagram and I'm like, "Oh goodness." You yeah. know, and, and it it like deters me. Right. right. And it's like I I will like I've looked into companies and I will go to their Facebook page. It's a new company that I've never heard of mm-hmm. and I will look at how many followers they had. Mm. I will look at how much what their likes are. What are people saying about them? Mm. And if I don't see good stuff, then I'm not necessarily going to jump in and be like I need a further check into this company that I right. want to use. Right. Because they have no credentials. Yeah. And that's what I'm using as my credentials. It's mm-hmm. a part of their review. So it's like it is important to to work on those and to get that and to have that. Um, in some aspects, I think it's it's the first place that people go to oftentimes before your actual website. Correct. It's true. So if you don't have your that looking just as good, like they will spend thousands and thousands of dollars on their website to have a beautiful, interactive, mm-hmm. mobile-friendly, iPad-friendly, like, you know, website. But if your web, if your Facebook and your socials don't back that up, mm-hmm. you're not going to get people to go to that website. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also important to realize that we are going to look at things a little differently. A little oh, yeah. differently yeah. than yeah. other people. Yeah. There are obviously a lot of people like us that care about aesthetics, yeah. that care about all that kind of stuff. But ultimately, the people that know nothing about that, mm-hmm. they're going to look for one thing, and that is, did this provide something to me? Yeah. Value but or entertainment? Mom. But your mom also is in that. Your oh, mom, that's true. Yeah. That's, that's, true. that's the thing is you can't, I, I completely agree that it should look good. Yeah. No one should place ads that don't. Right. But yeah. at the end of the day, it could look unbelievable mm-hmm. if it doesn't provide value to someone. Yeah, you it can't. It it can't yeah. be like just one. I feel like yes. in general because people people will sometimes over if they're not in a creative field or they don't yeah. have a creative eye, yeah. they're not necessarily yeah. going to pay. There are some videos that do well that look like crap, but mm-hmm. they still had a certain reason that it got attention. It's more of how, what attention is it grabbing, yeah. and is it making sense for what you're trying to 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 do? Like mm-hmm. if you're are you are you is the post adding value to people? Is it entertaining people? Is it doing something? Mm-hmm. That's the start, and then if you make it look great, yeah. now you're just upping it in a huge, huge way. It's true because it's kind of like we we have a friend locally that is a business owner that does lawn care in our area, and he, you know, even though he it's it's from a quality standpoint, it's tough to get that kind of quality on a cell phone. Mm-hmm. But he's constantly showing up on Facebook. I see him nonstop. Yeah. I think we all do. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's constantly showing up, and every single one of his videos is made on a cell phone. Right. And it's not to say that. Quality can't, you know, you, you can't do things with without quality. But he tends to do stuff that you know maybe the audio is not the best, or maybe the the shot doesn't look crazy, incredibly beautiful. But he shows up, yeah. And I think that's what's most important about him, mm-hmm. you know. And the smart thing about him is that he is making a decision to spend a lot of money in social media, right? And not letting 
that he doesn't have the best camera or creative yet mm-hmm. cripple him from starting. Right. Because I do think as we start so to do tons with mm-hmm. him that he'll probably see an even better reaction from things just right. with, with, with a quality increase. Right. Yes. But he is getting incredible results and mm-hmm. growing like crazy because he's spending a lot of money, he's spending two, three, four thousand $4,000 a month right. in Facebook ads. And I'm excited to start working with him because all we're going to do is take the, the, the fact that he's already putting a lot of money in, the yep. fact that he's not afraid to do yep. that, mm-hmm. the fact that he's not afraid to put in the work to do it, and we're just going to up the yep. quality. Yeah. Yep. Yes. But he the point the is that it's there. The foundation's he, yep. there. He built That's the right. foundation, and so he got it there. He did the work, and we're just going to make it grow even more. It's true. Yeah. It's true. But he's spending the money, and that's the big thing is you have to. Every company has a marketing budget. The problem right. is a lot of the marketing budgets are going into the wrong forms of marketing. Right. And so we're just so big on trying to get people to, you have to allocate some money right now into Facebook yep. and social media in general because it's not going to be cheap forever because everyone's eventually going to catch up with where they're spending their ads and when you know the huge Nikes and people that spend hundreds of millions of dollars on ads on so many platforms and billboards and so many things, when they continue to see as they are just what a crazy good deal this stuff is, mm-hmm. now it's not so cheap to run ads. And then there will be something else that becomes you know kind of your newest underpriced attention, but you have two to three years yep. from now to get great effectiveness out of, and we're just talking about Facebook for now. Everything else, it's hard to say yet. Yeah. Right. Facebook is very mature, mm-hmm. yeah. but still underpriced. Yep. Google AdSense was really cheap, still very effective, but now much more expensive yep. because everything catches up. Facebook's mm-hmm. going to be that way too. The mm-hmm. thing that costs you 10 bucks right now to get a couple thousand eyeballs is going to mm-hmm. get you nothing. You're going to have to spend $100 for that. And then, and then people are going to use the excuse, Facebook ads are too expensive. You never ran them when they were cheap. So how many more times are you going to make excuses? Like, yeah. run them now. Right. Run There's them now. nothing that is going to... I don't care what quality you put out. Running something is better than nothing. Yeah. But if you can make it look good, yeah. obviously, that would be the, a good start. Right. But spend some money on it. The amount of people that spend $10 on something or $100 on Facebook and they spend 10000 on a TV commercial and they're like, we just don't see the same response from Facebook. You're not even spending... Close to it, yeah. Because I could guarantee, if you spent, if you, if you right now are listening to this and you have a two thousand dollar billboard out, or let's just say radio ad or whatever, I could guarantee you, with everything that I know, Mm -hmm. that if you spent the exact same amount of money that you're spending on any other form of advertising other than social, on social, Mm -hmm. you would be blown away by the Mm -hmm. by the actual difference in results. Mm -hmm. And here's the great thing about Facebook: you can actually see them, right? You don't, people, that's the other thing. People don't realize you can't see who's actually seeing your other things. Mm-hmm. They're selling you on the statistics of, you know, TV commercials. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 26 million people watch TV, not your commercials. Mm-hmm. Or <laughs> like, not your billboards, yeah. not your radio ads. Like, yeah. they're, yeah. so you can see statistics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can run organic for free, see what does well, then pay for it. If that does well, run five simultaneously that are $100 a piece. Whatever one does well, make that one a $1,000 piece. Right. If you have bigger budget than that, yep. make the one that does well at 1000 be 10000 mm-hmm. It's just, you can just try things. And yeah. It's and amazing. It is amazing. And the thing is, you need to let Facebook breathe. Like, yeah. put money in, and it's not a, it's not a gumball machine. Like, it doesn't yeah. just come out. Like, it's more of like, almost like a stock or something. Like, where you put yeah. money in, and it builds mm-hmm. over yep. time. I think people are very uh, not mm. patient. Oh, yeah. They yes. run $100 ad, and they're like, okay, we didn't get anything from it. Yeah. Yeah. The next, not worth yeah. it. It's not worth yeah. it. We're, yeah. Done. Yeah. We're done with it. Yeah. We're not yeah. going to spend money anymore. Right. That's why you have to experiment and figure exactly. out, like you said, maybe you can put money into a bunch of different little yep. things. Right. Like you said, see what, what oh, your yeah. people react yep. to. 
and do more of that, put more money into that one, and then do more of those mm-hmm. things. I think it's yeah. good to have one ad that is continuously running that is just an overall brand. Okay. Have a bunch of ads that are more targeted mm-hmm. and then a bunch more that are retargeted mm. and let them all just run in a nonstop funnel. Because and that's essentially what our what our friend that's doing is. It's right. just you see him nonstop, but you don't see the same message all the time. So he's great with that. Right. He's running just tons of different videos. Yep. So that when you keep seeing him, it's not always just one thing. Right. He has some comical ones that are super funny that are yeah. not quality at all, no. but they're entertaining. Yep. So he does well on them. And yep. that's the big piece is it's just just you got to spend money on him. You got to be okay realizing you need to spend money mm-hmm. and it's cheap. The mentality anything needs to shift because mm-hmm. I think a lot of, like us humans, we need oxygen to breathe, mm-hmm. you know, but I feel like businesses nowadays like you need to be on social media. It's mm-hmm. like your oxygen now. Mm-hmm. You need to invest in that. You need to have it constantly in your system yep. so that it can work because people are trying to think like, oh, well, I can get away without it. Yep. It's you not have to w- show up. You yeah. have to show up and it's you not the way that up. it's moving. Yep. Yeah. yeah. And, and you only have so much time. Mm-hmm. Well, right. I think, any other closing thoughts? Anybody else want to? No, no, that was good. No? Felt it's really a lot good. to think about. But yeah, it is, it is a lot. So here's the thing. An overwhelmed mind does nothing. Right. So... What I love about what we talked about was we talked about things in different layers. Right. So start with the first one and go there and then kind of, you know, make your way. So I love any time that I'm learning anything, writing a lot of things down and then kind of figuring out, okay, what's the one thing that I'm going to start mm-hmm. with right. and just focus on that. Yeah. Right. Like and we love, like, we just love interacting and talking mm-hmm. to people and just educating any way that we can. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you're, this is not a sales pitch. If you're a business, listen to this and you want to dive deeper into some of these, like, let's talk about it. Yep. We don't even have to sell you our services. Like, we yeah. just want to, we want, we pr- produce this podcast to add value. And yeah. we love just, mm-hmm. we want people to be educated. I talked with someone yesterday that was just, they already are using a company that's doing their, their ad spend. And they're like, am I getting a deal? And I'm like, I don't know. I'd have to see what they're doing. Yeah. But we want to educate people mm-hmm. so that you are not getting ripped off. Mm-hmm. Right. And then if in that midst you decide that we make more sense, great. Yeah. But, I want you to be educated because people are getting ripped off and it's not so and it's really not mm-hmm. fair at all that they shouldn't spend money mm-hmm. to get things that these companies are doing in one click. Mm-hmm. So yeah. look at the credentials. Yeah. But comment below. We'd love to hear are you running ad spend right now? If you want to share how much you're running, awesome. Mm-hmm. But I just love hearing from there's so many different businesses and people that listen to this. Yes. And so many people that have been saying they want to do things for the last year. Mm-hmm. And hopefully this inspires someone to be like, you know what? Enough is enough. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so comment Tackle below. Facebook. Let us know mm-hmm. if you want to share it on, you know, I always love to share the podcast that I'm learning from mm-hmm. just on Instagram or, mm-hmm. you know, wherever wherever I'm at. So feel free to share. But we want to continue the conversation. Mm-hmm. So like Scott said, feel free to, feel free to comment. So, mm-hmm. And in next episode, we are going to talk about Instagram. <gasps> yes. Yay. My Insta. favorite. Can all you the, tell? All the yeah. 30 year olds are also, and, and Pablo. <laughs> and Pablo. And Pablo. But no, this is a platform you better be paying attention to. That's mm-hmm. it. And we're going to talk all about it in next episode. So make sure you subscribe. Yeah. Hit that bell. All the things. All the, do you know, all the things. Yep, do it. Yeah. Do all the things.